Hello everybody, welcome back to the Bitcoin Layer. My name is Noelin Sumba, block height 7961.57. And uh, today we have a special guest with us today, um, Kumin Kasa from Ghana. He's the founder of Bitcoin Cowries and he's also an educator in Bitcoin and been responsible for building Bitcoin circular economies in Ghana. So uh, Kumi, welcome to the Bitcoin Layer. Thank you very much, Noelin. Okay, uh, so Kumi, I have had the pleasure of working with you um, in some of the projects that you work on. It's incredible work that you're doing in Ghana. And uh, so maybe for just our audience, uh, you could take us through your experience as to the first time you were first interested in Bitcoin and how you got into it. You guys, I love buying Bitcoin and River.com is my favorite place to buy it. Not only do they have no fees when you dollar cost average into Bitcoin, but they also have their own proprietary multi-sig setup where all of your funds are held in cold storage. Unlike all of the crypto exchanges that have collapsed over the last year, River has their own proprietary system where the Bitcoin that you buy is held with them. You guys, it's a no-brainer. Get started today at River.com or visit the link in our description to get a special discount when you set up your first purchase. We're also major advocates of self-custody. As you guys know, a long-term partner of ours has been Foundation Devices. Foundation, of course, makes the wonderful mobile app Envoy, which is a free Bitcoin mobile wallet you can download to take your Bitcoin off exchanges after you buy it and absolve yourself of any counterparty risk that may occur. But they also make the Passport. You guys have seen me use this many times. I've shown it to you on the show many times before. It's the most sleek, gorgeous looking Bitcoin hardware wallet out there. It looks like a phone. You'll know how to use it the moment you take it out of the box. If you've been on the fence about using the Passport, about using Bitcoin cold storage before, Passport is the solution for you. You can get one today by going to foundationdevices.com or click the link in our description for a special discount. So um, I'm a broadcast journalist and a digital marketer by profession. Um, I have an extensive um, experience in radio broadcasting and TV and then radio TV production. So I spend most of my time on the internet. Uh, I happen to be one of the pioneers uh, that pushed for radio and TV to start using social media in their daily um, advocates or in their daily doings in Ghana. So within that space, I got exposed to the internet. I am always spending a lot of time on the internet, looking out for ways radio and TV stations can use internet to their advantage. Then I got to see Bitcoin. I would say that was like um, seven years ago. Then I started talking about, so in the initial stages, I was bent on introducing my colleagues and then my peers in the radio station to social media. I was beg, I was literally begging people to get an account on Twitter or Facebook and then the rest so they could use it to their advantage. But then in doing that, I got to know Bitcoin. I read a bit about Bitcoin, but I had not read the white paper as I then. But I saw Bitcoin, I was seeing what was happening in the Bitcoin space, how you could easily transact and then the rest. So I, I kept it to myself. Then I started experimenting, but I wasn't really open about it. There was a few colleagues of mine I told about that, yo, we're done and over with social media. There's this thing I've seen, which is Bitcoin. And I think it's going to be the future of money. Why don't we start learning this? Hey, Kumi comes again with this. Every day I've discovered something we should learn. So some of them were a bit skeptical. They didn't listen to me. So I kept it all to myself. But I was reading and then experimenting with the various things I could um, identify in Bitcoin. But what actually brought me out and then got me to decide was when I noticed the Bitcoin Africa conference was coming into Ghana. 
then I said, well, if this conference is coming in with Ghana, then it means I did the right thing by studying Bitcoin or by getting to know Bitcoin. Let me start making noise about it because if the authorities have allowed for the Bitcoin Africa conference to go on in Ghana, then it means it's not as illegal as people are pointing fingers at it. So I went all out when the Bitcoin Africa conference finally came into Ghana. And yeah, I've been on it since then till now, educating people, um, traveling across the country to tell people about Bitcoin, introducing them to the Lightning Network and all the good things that come with Bitcoin. And fast forward, uh, we have two circular Bitcoin economies springing up in Ghana, and I'm so happy about it. Okay. Uh, yeah, you've talked about the Africa Bitcoin Conference. I, I had the pleasure of meeting you there. Yeah. So um, you, 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 I, I didn't know you were in the media industry, so uh, that's interesting oh, you to, didn't know. to know. No, I had no idea. Yeah, I'm still in the media. I'm still in the media. I happen to be the, um, the digital marketing manager for YFM, Ghana's number one urban radio station. And wow. uh, we have three radio stations across the country. One is in Accra, one is in Takradi, and one is in Kumasi. So it's like a triangle. And you, I had that responsibility of making sure digitally we have to look good across board. So it came with a lot of tasks, a lot of... Um, expertise you needed to know what brands you're working with how you're communicating and your strategies as to how you can leverage social media to the advantage of the radio and then how we can leverage on our digital marketing powers as well so yeah that's what i've been doing i'm okay. still in the media wow that's fantastic yeah. so um you can maybe tell us um your experience working with bitcoin calories um with the communities maybe what's the level of awareness of bitcoin considering that you're you're actually in radio and um how can you how do you go about the process of maybe let's say orange peeling in the country because people usually say orange peeling is it's quite difficult and uh some some people <laughs> just don't understand are there any yeah okay so, tips you can be able to so tell us on how you go me, about it orange peeling is quite easy for me because i feel um if you know what you have First of all, one thing I would say is you should know what you're holding. You should know Bitcoin. You should know um, the environment you're in and then what would work in the environment. I mean, it's not a one-size one jacket fit all. That's how I see orange peeling. You should um, look at the, the, the environment you're in, the kind of person you're talking to, and then how the person is responding to you. Then you can approach them in the best way possible so me um what i do is uh if i'm going to talk to someone i look at i, I start with a general conversation about bitcoin do you know about bitcoin i try to talk then in talking to you i look at how you're responding i look at what phone you're using at what device you're using i look at how you are receptive to the various topics then i try to fine-tune how i go about uh, uh orange peeling you so let's say to start with, if I realize you don't even have a smartphone, then there is no need for me to go on technical about it to you, to go on and go on and go on. If I realize you don't have a smartphone, I just make it very basic. Did you know you can transact and use Bitcoin using a, a YAM phone? I go straight to the point, Machankura. And then I demonstrate how you, Machankura works, send, receive, buy airtime, buy data. That basic example puts people in, in that position. Wow. I didn't know this. No, did you just buy credit with my phone? Did you just do this? 
the moment you are able to set that example, you've opened the people's mind to want to learn. And that is that has been my 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 secret. So everywhere I go, I try to calm down to the people's level. I try to listen to them first. That's what I do. I, I go into the people. I, I've been traveling across the country and I don't care, I don't mind where I'm going, how the people are looking or how they are dressed, where they find themselves. First thing I do is um I go down to the people's level. So there are places I'm going to uh, I had to change on the way. So I go into a community, I book a hotel, then I scout the environment to see how are the people behaving, how are they like. Then I try to dress just like them, put on some shoes. I try to be just like them. So I go and sit within them, talk to them a bit. Now I start to chip in with Bitcoin, the conversation. Now everybody start listening to me because I don't try to separate myself from the people. So. Um, there are people who say you are, you, are, you are a guy of many faces and many characters because I, ch I choose to um, become who I want to become, where I want to become, so that the people can understand me and then I can relate with them very well. Most of the time, you know, if, if you're going into a community and then you try to look a bit different from the community, they look at you from afar and say, okay, let's listen to what he has to say to us. But then once you try and feel a bit belonging, you try to be a part of them, now they open up freely to you and then you go in and then you strike hard with your message and it sinks in. Okay. Um, it's interesting. I've been seeing of the couple of places you've been going. And uh, I just wanted to know, when in terms of the level of awareness, especially in Ghana, um, I remember when I was trying to uh, figure out the financial situation in Ghana, I was surprised. Um, you guys um, are receiving the 17th IMF bailout as of 2022. Yeah. So what what is the financial uh, situation in the country and the level of inflation soaring all the way up to 42%? Yeah, you know, inflation is really, really high. I mean, we are suffering. Yeah. If, 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 if we compare our daily lives to the kind of man hours we put in into jobs and how much we're making and how much you can even spend on yourself and be comfortable, you realize, no, inflation is actually eating us up. Inflation is changing everything. Prices are high. Goods and services are high. Everything is so high. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's no more comfortable. The money you're making it won't make you comfortable. And then the sad thing is, if, if you should consider how much you're making in Ghana into other countries just across the border, and you realize, wow, you, you, you make your money in Ghana is so small, but the moment you move out of Ghana into the borders, you change and it's quite some huge amount of money there. So living in Ghana right now is like, um, it's a nightmare because price times are hard, goods and services are hard. Pricing is high, inflation is eating up people. People can feed themselves three times a day, unlike it used to be. Inflation has already is really eating up the country, and yo, we are suffering. I, I wouldn't play a joke with it, because I mean, the kind of man hours you put in for the kind of meager amount of money you make, no, inflation is really hurting Ghana. And then with this IMF bailout, I'm, I'm just seeing as it's going to actually make the problem worse. It's not going to get better because diamond blown is just going to make the situation worse. And it's coming with conditionalities. Certain um, institutions can no more employ. It's coming with certain conditionalities. 
electronic charges, a whole lot. I'm not seeing any good out of the IMF bailout we are getting. Okay, um, it's, it's interesting. You're talking about the structural adjustment uh, um, conditions that come with the, with the bailouts. Yeah. Um, we're also experiencing that here. Um, in fact, ours was just taken into effect <laughs> a few days ago with the, with the taxes. First, they get us in terms of the taxation. And um, so are there maybe any specific commodities that you can say are directly being affected by this? Um, what, what, what does Ghana, like, uh, in terms of economically, does it get involved in? Are there commodities that you, are there commodities that you can see are shooting up in prices? Yeah. It's um, day to day. Yeah. See, you can mention? in Ghana, pricing is, 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 is changed by the week. Yeah, you, you, you can buy a can of milk today at, let's say, um, a can of milk today is like 9 cities or 10 cities. By next week, we should be buying it at 12 cities or 13 cities. Price adjustment in Ghana is so rigorous. Like you, the fare you pay from point A to point B, let's say you, a, a, a three-kilometer ride should cost you, let's say, four cities today. Tomorrow, you go to the same three-kilometer ride and it's... 10 cities. Price adjustment in Ghana is, is so is so not cool. Like it's so volatile. It's, we don't have a consistent price for basic goods and services. The ordinary water you buy on the street today can change the price tomorrow. Like in Ghana, I don't know, I don't know if you've read Ghana is Accra is one of the most expensive cities to live in Accra. Yeah, yeah. I, I I noticed. In, yeah, in, <laughs> I noticed. in Africa. Like yeah. you what you buy today. It's the price of today. Tomorrow, the price will change. And then you have no option than to just stick with it. Okay, so we've, um, I saw recently that um, there are, there's an ECD. Um, I guess maybe that's how the government has decided to address the, the situation. <laughs> so, um, can you tell us about okay, that? Okay, so that ECD document has been sitting on the Bank of Ghana's, the Central Bank of Ghana's website. Almost, uh, I read it about two years ago. That document has yes. been on the website for a long time now and it's not been implemented. There's never been any attempt to implement it. And I feel the central bank is actually looking out for ways they could actually implement, implement it the best way. I feel they still need some education. They are still learning. If you notice, there were reps from the Bank of Ghana at the first ever Bitcoin Africa conference. There were reps from the Bank of Ghana. I feel that they want to learn is, is, is this is the opportunity for them to learn. That is how come the document has been sitting there for a while now and it's not been implemented yet. Uh, two days ago, I read the IMF is suggesting to countries they are giving bailouts to try and implement CVDCs. So I've, I, I think from now, they're going to pick that ECD document and then work it out with the CVDC to see what they can do with it. But then I don't think that's the right way to go. CBDCs are all central bank controlled, you know? Yeah. So you've, we've talked about the, the problems in Ghana and the level of awareness there. Yeah. And while you're conducting, um, so have you been able to come across some misunderstandings and misconceptions, especially about Bitcoin? Do Does the population understand that there is a solution? And... Um, are they open to using it? Yeah. So one thing that actually blew my mind, um, I'm in Accra. I, I live in Accra. 
But then after a few education in Accra, I said, okay, let me move in, let me move outside of Accra where the problem is felt the most. And it blew my mind. People were so open to solutions. People were actually looking out for a solution out of all these um, price hikes and the various problems we are facing in regards to our currency. So people are quite open. A lot of people want to learn about Bitcoin and people are learning about Bitcoin so fast. I would say if you count 10 people, one or two might have heard about, let's say about three might have heard about Bitcoin and then two are actively using Bitcoin in one way or the other. You know, a lot of people were skeptical accepting Bitcoin because they thought it was illegal and the government was going to come after them. But then with the confidence I go out with and I share with this, then I make reference to the Bitcoin Africa conference. People now are also confident and then they are learning. One thing that actually got my attention is um, earlier this year, we had um, a Bitcoin academy, a Bitcoin focused academy aimed at training people in Ghana about Bitcoin. Oh, yes. And interesting enough, I had people in higher authorities signing up for the training. I had uh, three people from higher ranking police officers. So three higher ranking police officers came and then two higher ranking officers from the parliament also came for the training. And that training ended up giving everybody a hardware wallet and then enough information about Bitcoin. So having this, this crop of people, police officers, and then people from the parliament signing up and also getting hardware wallet gives me a lot of hope that, okay, people actually want to learn about Bitcoin and want to jump on the next available solution if that is the best option to go. So I would say, yeah, people are open to learn and people want to learn about it. And it's moving fast because I moving around the country, the rate at which people openly accept. And in the next minute, they have their wallet, they are beginning to transact. One thing I noticed was is um, people always frown on the kind of charges they incur when people need to send them money in Ghana. Accra or Ghana is expensive. If somebody needs to send you $3, the person will have to send you more than $3 before you can get the $3. And then in that $3, you are getting the kind of charges that come in. So to avoid all of this, then Bitcoin will be your only solution. If you want to invest in Bitcoin today, there's no place better than River. River.com has become the Bitcoin exchange of choice for the long-term investor. You guys, we've recently partnered up with River and I could not be happier. Not only do they offer zero fees on recurring purchases, but they also offer a hassle-free mining service if you want to set up Bitcoin mining, but don't want the hassle of setting up all the infrastructure on their own. And you can have peace of mind knowing that all Bitcoin will be stored in River's own proprietary multi-sig setup. 100% full reserves, unlike FTX and all of the other there are crypto exchanges that collapsed over the last year. River is a Bitcoin-only exchange, and they take it very seriously. River also has client services that are available by phone, and they are U.S.-based. So if you need a point of contact with River, you can easily get one. They also have estate planning. So if you want to set up uh, your Bitcoin to pass on to your heirs after you are gone, you can do that with River as well. River is setting the new standard in Bitcoin. We couldn't be happier to be working with them. Invest in Bitcoin with confidence at river.com or visit the link in our description to get a special discount when you sign up.
You guys know here at TBL, we take self-custody very seriously. And that's why we have partnered for a long time now with Foundation Devices, the makers of the Passport. This is the Bitcoin hardware wallet that you already know how to use. You guys, it's got a gorgeous design, a sleek interface. You've heard me say that sentence several times, and I say it because I mean it. The second you open the box, you'll know exactly how to use it. It looks like a phone, and it acts like a phone too. It has a D-pad, it has a number pad, so you can set up your Bitcoin cold storage with ease. In just a few minutes, you can take your Bitcoin from any Bitcoin exchange, uh, whether it's on-chain or Lightning, and you can transfer it to your wallet and have peace of mind knowing that you just took your Bitcoin out of the hands of any possible custodians and absolved yourself of all counterparty risk. And if you're not up for a hardware wallet, they also offer a free mobile app called Envoy. That's E-N-V-O-Y, which is, again, one of the best-in-class Bitcoin mobile wallets, and it's completely free today. So if you've been on the fence, try Foundation Device's fantastic suite Highly secure Bitcoin storage solutions today at foundationdevices.com or by clicking the link in the description below to get yourself a discount. So, um, yes, you've talked about the transaction uh, charges and uh, the and since that we're talking about the things that you're involved in, maybe you can mention to us what are some of the projects and initiatives that you work, you've been working with, you work on, and... Um, yeah, maybe take us through how you promote Bitcoin adoption and with Cowries. And uh, yeah, maybe you could even mention to us where the name Cowries come from. Okay, so Bitcoin Cowries came from that natural uh, substance called Cowrie. And this is the Cowrie. This is how it looks like. Yes. It comes from the sea. Yeah. And it's so hard to get, you know, back in the day, before you would get a carry, you needed to be a chief uh, seaman because you need they, they carry a big cow or a dead corpse. Now they tie it with a rope and then they go and dump it in the sea. These carries come and settle on the feet. Now they bring it out, then they bring it to the hinterland because it is so hard to get. And the only place you get it from the sea, this became the symbol of trading. So we were buying goods and services with it, with, with the carry. And it was the most sustainable currency we ever had. And we still have this symbol on all our currencies in Ghana. Uh, we were using it to transact business. So it, you, you could, I, with this three I had, I could exchange this for food. I could get any kind of thing I want for, for using the curry. So Bitcoin curry, me wanting to educate people about money, which is Bitcoin, then I said, all right, let me pick something. Let me pick an element everybody in Ghana can relate to in terms of money. Then I will write on the name to uh, build what I'm building. That's how come I picked the curries and then we built Bitcoin curry. So Bitcoin curries is basically um, a group of young guys. Um, we are Bitcoiners and then our aim is to educate Ghanaians about Bitcoin introduce them to products and services in Bitcoin so they can leverage on it to make life better and simple. Uh, and in doing that, we, we, we started off the year with ambition to visit all the regional capitals in Ghana. And God being so good, we've been able to do like eight already. We have just about five more to go. And we, we've even, um, we wanted to just visit one town in each region, but I ended, we've ended up visiting multiple towns in each of the regions that we've been to. And then the reception is ongoing, nice. In teaching people, we discovered certain um, problems and solutions uh, we can help out using Bitcoin. So one of the things that we are coming up with is called my Sats Farm. Is, um, 
is aimed at helping the farming communities. Ghana has arable land. There's so much uh, greeny lands around. So we went to one village. We went and talked about, to them about Bitcoin. Interesting enough, there is a farming association there that opted to bring all the farmers together for us to tell them about Bitcoin because sometimes um, they have um, produce they would like to sell outside. So in meeting them, I realized they had a lot of land. So what is it we can do with Bitcoin to help them out? Then we came up with the idea called MySats Farm, basically empowering anybody around the world to rent a piece of land in Ghana. You pay the farmer in sats. You direct the farmer what produce you want them to plant. So let's say you can rent a piece of land for four months. Maize is three months. So you, you rent the land for four months. You pay the farmer to farm the maize on the land. Once the produce is ready, we sell the produce in sats lesser than what is being sold on the market in fiat because the aim is to build circular economies and if you want to build bitcoin circular economies then bitcoiners must be a part of the food circle you've got to be a part of the food chain so in trying to be a part of the food chain we came out with my sax farm we're still in the initial stages but we already have agreement who has expressed um interest in partnering us to get that done and we will hope to improve the lives of the farmers once we fully roll out my sats farm so you can also be in kenya and you can own a cabbage farm here you are you can rent a piece of land empower a female farmer to plant some cabbages then you can decide to all right i'm going to sell my cabbages in sats can i get cocoa cocoa <laughs> Cocoa takes yeah. a lot of time to harvest, you know. Oh. But when you when you come to Ghana, I can give you cocoa. You you can, um, nice. yeah. I'll give you fresh cocoa to taste. Yeah. So we're we're looking at um easy to grow crops: maize, cassava, vegetables, granite, uh, beans, baked beans, those kind of fast fast growing produce, so that the farmers can actually realize profits faster. And then the next thing we're, we're doing is called um, the Bitcoin Street Store. Uh, we're, we wanna, we're building Bitcoin pop-up stores, mobile pop-up stores. So um, just as you have this MTN and Vodafone pop-up stores, but this one is a Bitcoin pop-up store. We are going to empower some entrepreneurs in Ghana and across. Uh, basically, we started in Ghana, but we want to move it across uh, Africa. As Bitcoin pop-up stores, you have Bitcoin accepted here. Everything is branded in the Bitcoin stores. And once we have big events, big outdoor events, festivals, get-togethers where youthful, exuberant people are going to be, the pop-up store is going to be there. It's going to say, come to the pop-up store to learn about Bitcoin. So once you come, you come to the Bitcoin pop-up store, you can ask any question about Bitcoin. You, they will help you set up a wallet. You can get Bitcoin right there. You can change your fiat to Bitcoin. We introduce you to the products and services within the Bitcoin eco space right at the pop-up store. I would send you how the the the, the basic pop the first pop-up store looked like. We're not making too much noise about it yet because uh, <laughs> I can't I can't wait I can't wait. Yeah. So um, I'm looking forward to, to coming to Ghana and uh, maybe to our listeners. The Africa Bitcoin Conference is held in Ghana every year. We'll be having one yeah. uh, in December. So maybe you can be able to get to visit and uh, see what Kumi is working on in Ghana. Yeah. I will be looking forward to it, Kumi. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 
Um, it, it's interesting that you've mentioned and um, the sats to farm especially. I, I remember we went, we went to one corner garden. Yeah. Um, was a restaurant that accepts payments in Bitcoin. Yeah. So since then, have you seen other merchants um, coming in being accepted? Since then, are there other merchants yeah. who have? Yeah, there, there are there are so many merchants. So um, the two communities, uh, the Bitcoin circular economies, are popping up. Have already I've already gotten merchants there, and I've even signed them up on the BTC maps. So in Agbozome. Um, we have a restaurant that's already accepting Bitcoin payments. And Agozome is where we are building the Bitcoin circular economy in the Volta region. There's a nice restaurant accepting Bitcoin payments. There's a hotel, I said, the hotel I, I lodge in when I go to those areas, I've been able to arrange building, they are accepting Bitcoin. In Accra, where I live, um, there are vendors uh, who sell airtime and other goods and services. I've been able to arrange pill, they are accepting Bitcoin. There's a pharmacy I've been able to earn to accepting Bitcoin. And now there's another community in the outskirts of Accra. It's called Kukulogite. It's a beach. It's a tourist area. So the various vendors on the beach, because we were trying to build a Bitcoin circular economy around the beach, the vendors around the beach have been able to arrange, pill them, bought a couple of things from them using Bitcoin. Now they accept Bitcoin. I've been able to teach them how to survive on their own, even if I'm not present and then the tourists come in there how do you able to accept bitcoin payment so and it's ongoing it's almost like now it's like um a daily itinerary for me i step out and i'm looking all around if i see uh <laughs> there's this place i would want an orange pill i plan in and i go i hit the hill on the net and then i'm getting them to accept bitcoin payment so i would say it's an ongoing process the shops are getting orange peeled individuals are getting orange peeled but because the circular economy is um shooting up i'm paying attention to the community around the circular economies to make sure we have enough vendors within those economies so when people are getting paid in bitcoin they can get places to spend them rather than convert to fiat because i don't know if it's the same for kenya if you use bitcoin to buy airtime or data you get a hundred percent bonus is it the same in Kenya? Wow, you get well, which which platform is if that? You use Bitrefill <laughs> to buy airtime or data. Ah, okay, yeah. So maybe uh, through through Machankura, that's uh, yeah. That's a you, you can do definitely. that through Machankura as well. And so if you use Bitrefill yes. to buy airtime or data in Ghana, it's a hundred percent bonus. So I wow, yeah, I, on a I, daily I, basis, I'm getting calls, people asking me to use um Bitcoin to buy them airtime or data. After I do it one or twice with you. I stop, then I teach you to use it. So you end up having to use your own wallet to do the transactions so you can see all that is happening with you. And it's so cool. I, I don't know why it's like that in Ghana, and I'm hoping it should be like that across Africa because if you should buy with fiat, what you get is way less than if you use Bitcoin in buying airtime or data. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> now I do. So it's, it's impressive work you're doing in, in Ghana. I actually got to see the surge in Ghana. Um, I think it's one of the fastest adoption areas in Africa. And uh, it's, it's great work you, you're doing. So um, maybe I would like to know, um, regarding the future of uh, Bitcoin in Ghana, are there any specific milestones that you hope to achieve as Kauris, Bitcoin Kauris? Sure, sure. So um, I'm looking at um, getting these two Bitcoin circular economies full in motion 
by next month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By next month, I want yes, to start. Yes, yeah. I'm guessing you are working with... Come again. Sorry, maybe back You are working with uh, Bitcoin Ekasi? Yeah, Bitcoin Ekasi and then Bitcoin Beach. Yeah, I'm... I'm uh, okay. Yeah, Bitcoin yeah. Beach and then Bitcoin Ekasi. I'm looking forward to seeing the two circular economies fully motion before the December Bitcoin Africa conference. So when people come around, we can actually go into these communities and then go and visit to see what is happening. And the Bitcoin street store, we're looking at um, getting one of the pop-up stores to the conference ASAP. And then um, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Bitcoin meetups all across the system regional capitals. Yeah, a, a, within the shortest possible time. So for this month, Bitcoin carries uh, monthly Bitcoin meetup. We're not going to do it in Accra. We're taking it to Abozume. We're taking it into a different town. So we yeah. could spark up the interest there and then get things rolling. One thing people ask me, how do you get the energy and confidence? That place, they don't speak you. Yeah. Like, you, they don't speak your language. So how are you communicating there? And I said, I have, I have gone to be like them. So even though I don't understand them, we are speaking English and we understand. So once you can speak their language, they will understand you. Because... Um, Agbuzume is almost like 153 kilometers from where I am. And we speak totally mm -hmm. different languages. But now I'm, I'm more like, if I, the moment I get out of a vehicle in the town, oh, here comes a Bitcoin guy. And the whole town is so happy seeing me come around. So I don't want that fire to die out. I really want to spark up the interest there. And one thing there is most of them are not using smartphones. So... It's Mechankura and Mechankura gave so one thing, one of the my my confidence, the, one of the things that gave me a lot of confidence to talk about Bitcoin openly. First of um, not everybody has a smartphone in Ghana. Not everybody yeah. has a smartphone. Yeah. And the people that need help the most don't use smartphones. And because they don't use smartphones, people always find a way to cheat on them when it comes to money. So when I saw Mechankura could enable them themselves receive and transact in Bitcoin, I said, yes, I have it. I don't need to talk about any other thing than just go straight to the point that, look, there is no internet here. We, we, we don't have a smartphone here. This is my phone. This is what we do with it. Back, 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 back. And, and like my confidence level from that moment was like, wow. And everywhere, it blows your mind. I mean, there are people with smartphones. I talk to them about Bitcoin, they like, no, 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 no. I will be comfortable keeping my Bitcoin on, on this yam than having it to be yeah. on a smartphone. Because people are thinking probably they could be hacked or somebody will track them with their, with their, with their all their uh, uh, ideas. People actually feel secured with their Bitcoin on, on, the, on the damn phone than even on the smartphone. Going into the villages, that is one thing I noticed because there are people who have smartphones. I introduce them to Bitcoin, and then next two, three minutes, they are like, "No, no, no, Masa, I want it on my, on my yam. Just make sure everything is working here on my yam." So I would say, Machankura <laughs> has actually helped and is is pushing the message. You know, if if Bitcoin can work on a damn phone and is over our basic internet net, uh, service providers, uh, network providers, then it means it's not illegal. It means the government knows about it. 
It means we are doing something right. It means when you're doing it, nobody's come chase you. So almost everybody, it, it gives you some level of confidence that, okay, this is not illegal anyway. Because if it was illegal, I wouldn't have been working on the phone. And especially it's a smartphone. There's no one after you tell me, okay, they are using something to bypass um, the government system. This is on a small damn phone. So it, it's actually giving a lot of confidence to people to use Bitcoin in Ghana. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is amazing work you're doing. Um, I'm a follower of your work, so um, I can't wait to see what you've actualized in December in Ghana. Wow. So maybe, Kumi, you can tell our audience where they can be able to reach you. Sure. Um, my Twitter handle is uh, Kauris Kumi, C-O-W-R-I-E-S-K-U-M-I. Then Bitcoin Kauris is for the Bitcoin Kauris. Yeah. And then you can follow Bitcoin Dia. That is the name of the Bitcoin circular economy we are building in Nambuzume. It's called Bitcoin underscore Dua, D-U-A. And I'm on LinkedIn. Kumi Usun Kansai is my name. You can just type my name in Google and it's going to bring you a whole lot of um, links. Uh, I got hacked on the 5th of February. So I lost my wow. Facebook account. Because uh, mm -hmm. after the Bitcoin Africa conference, I was doing a lot of activities online. And these people tracked me down. They hacked my whole system. And then I had to fight it back. But I lost my Facebook. So I'm not on Facebook at the moment, but I'm going to be on Facebook. I'm active on LinkedIn, Twitter. Yeah, and every other place. So you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash kariskumi, that you can follow Bitcoin Kari's as well. Oh, yes. Or you can even see uh, Kumi in Ghana yeah. in December. <laughs> okay. Uh, so thank you for joining us, Kumi. Um, this was a wonderful conversation. And um, have a good day. All right. Thank you very much for having me as well. Looking forward to the next one. A special thanks to River for sponsoring this channel. Guys, you can buy Bitcoin with zero fees when you DCA. You could also set up a hosted miner if you don't want the hassle of setting up a miner on your own. If you're a business that needs lightning infrastructure built out, River has also got you covered. And you can use River for your inheritance planning. And through all of it, you can rest assured knowing that River has their own proprietary multi-sig cold storage setup so your Bitcoin isn't going anywhere. Get started today at river.com or visit the link in the description below to get a discount. And a special thanks to our lovely partners, Foundation Devices. We partner with them because we believe they're the best in class Bitcoin cold and hot storage partners. You guys, if you're looking for a simple mobile wallet, download Envoy, you can find the link in the description, get it on Android or iOS, or you can get their Passport mobile wallet. As I mentioned, one of the most sleek wallets in the game right now. You can get it for yourself, get it for one of your loved ones, take your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your own hands and rest assured knowing that you've absolved yourself of all counterparty risk. Get one today at foundationdevices.com or by clicking the link in the video description below for a $10 discount.